Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. What is happening, my people, my tribe? Today is a fun little episode just thrown in there in the midst of all the heavies, a little life hack and a little life verses for you. So I've got just eight quick life lessons for you that I thought up while on my bike ride. Yep, inspiration comes from anywhere and when you're older than dirt and you're out there creaking your bones, things just come to you. So here we go, eight life lessons from my bike ride. Some of them you can apply to motherhood, some of them you can apply to parenting, and then the others can be in your business world. So use it how you will and hope it'll be a blessing for you. Number one, very first life hack, ride with the tribe. Sometimes they break the wind, sometimes it's you. And the trouble comes when we think we're the only one that can be in the lead, that we always have to be the one breaking the wind. That's not what it's supposed to be. Even when Jesus called his disciples, they were very different. They had different skills and talents. I believe that's why we're given specific gifts and talents unique to us. And the Bible says um, that it's given to us for such a time as this. And if we don't use them, then someone else will be called to it. And here's a plug if you want to check out the lives of the disciples and how they were very different. Check out The Chosen if you have not checked that out. Season one is on YouTube or just get the app for your phone. So number one, ride with a tribe. Number two, don't stop pedaling on the downhill. Sometimes things are really tough and it's a hard uphill ride. Other times things are going pretty good, but don't stop pedaling. Don't coast. It's where you get the momentum and it's where it carries you in the hard times. So don't stop pedaling on the downhill. Number three, sometimes you use a high gear. Sometimes it's a granny gear. Regardless, just keep going because it takes both kinds of gears in life. Sometimes you sprint, sometimes you grind. You don't get to skip the grind. And that's the thing that slays me is so many people, they just want the end result. So don't think for a minute that you get to skip the hard because that's how God grows us and refines us. And know that God always answers our prayers. Sometimes our hard is in the waiting and God always answers our prayers. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes it's wait, it's not now. But I do see three problems that'll pop up frequently in my prayer life. The first one is I'm not really praying about it in the first place. I'm just whining because my situation hasn't changed. I want sympathy and compassion from others. So I'm just whining about it. I'm not really committing it to prayer. The second one's like the first one. I'm talking to everybody except the Lord about my problem. And then the third one is you know, I don't like the answer no. So if God's answering me no, and I can feel it deep in my spirit that he's saying no, but I'm just like, "Mm, no, I don't think that you heard me. And I want to tell God what he's going to do. 
yeah, that's not it. We don't get to skip the hard. Number four, and this is just my bonus thrown in there for extra, don't get off the bike. You don't give up. You don't quit. This is how we develop our grit. In those times of waiting, when the Lord has us in a waiting season, when we're praying for something that is not coming to pass, the only failures are those who don't learn something when they're down, fail forward, as John Maxwell would say, or those who quit, those who give up. You get 80, 90, maybe even 99% of the way to a goal or an achievement, and you quit. Those are the losers when we just give up. So determine to increase your grit, to develop your skills until you get better. Number five, and this one is huge on those longer bike rides, do not focus on the top of the hill. If you're riding and you're looking at the top of the hill, that can seem so very far away because all you can see between you and the top of that hill are all the obstacles in between. Instead, just focus on the next thing. Don't grow faint of heart, I think is what the Bible calls it. Don't grow faint of heart. Just focus on getting past the next obstacle, the next problem, and you're going to grow in your faith, your abilities, your talents, and your skills as you do. And as you grow in your abilities, then your faith that you can do it again grows as well. Kind of like Peter when he was walking on the water, as long as he focused on Jesus and he kept his eyes on the right thing, the next right thing, he kept doing the next right thing, he was good. It's when he looked around and he focused on the wind and the waves and the storm, that's when he began to sink. I can put it another way. Don't worry about tomorrow. Each day has enough trouble for its own. And there's always grace sufficient for today. So don't even worry about tomorrow. Keep the end in sight, but don't focus there. Focus on the next right thing. Number six, stay in your lane. It's your ride. Even if you choose the company of others, and even if you're riding with a team or a tribe, your race is not theirs, and their race is not yours. Some folks are always going to be faster, stronger, quicker, leaner, smaller, and that's okay. But that doesn't change who you are, and it doesn't change your race. It doesn't change your calling. Focusing on them, comparing yourself, judging yourself, that's only going to get you off of your course and it's going to change the way you race. Typically, that is not for the better. And I'm really not going to get on a soapbox and say all of the um, Instagram or social media comparison and shaming that we have going on. Just don't even go there. Stay in your lane. Hydrate and rest would be number seven. Now, hydrating and resting is very different from getting off your bike permanently. Getting off your bike and giving up is one thing, but taking a rest that you need, taking a water break, walking the bike if you need to, that's all good. That's healthy, that's beneficial, and that gives you the energy and it gives you the ability to continue on. And sometimes we blow, or sometimes I blow things way out of proportion in my head and in my heart. I let my feelings start to rule because I am tired. And you know the old adage, never make a decision when you're under a lot of stress or when you're tired or when you're hungry. So hydrating and rest is important to staying in the race and running it well. And number eight, keep the end in sight, but enjoy the ride. I used to ride in a race when we lived in Texas called the Hotter Than Hell 100. It's a 100-mile race, and we had some serious bikers that would come from all over the world. Now, those folks who were racing, 
They blew past every rest station. They did not stop at the bathrooms and they sure as heck were not looking left and right. Their race was enjoyed at the end after it was all said and done when they were getting their medals and comparing their times and celebrating as a team. Their focus was the end. Others of us, though, would stop, take pictures with the characters, enjoyed the multitude of snacks, in particular the pickle juice, and then resumed the ride. That works in business, it works in life, it works in motherhood as well. As long as you keep the end in sight, but enjoy the ride, then your days will be filled with joy, you'll be filled with thanksgiving, and you will look for ways to be a blessing for others. And I hope if you have a bike in the basement or maybe in the garage, dust it off, take the kiddos out, take a spin around the block. And remember that if you ride with a tribe, sometimes they break the wind, sometimes it's you. Don't stop pedaling on the downhill. Even if you have to use a granny gear, keep going and don't get off your bike. Don't quit. If you focus on the top of the hill, all of the obstacles always look bigger. But if you stay in your lane and keep doing the right thing, then you're going to get there in a timely manner. It's important to hydrate and rest and keep the sight end in mind, but enjoy the ride. I hope that you will enjoy your ride today. guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.